0: Hello, hello. Welcome back to my Big Sisters podcast. I'm your host, Tina Kay. How are you guys? If you're listening to this when I post it, that means today is September 11th, except the year is 2022, which makes it 21 years since. You know, I don't really know the words. Is it a major tragedy for Americans? Is it? I I don't know the best title to use. But it was something that is just. It's hard to gauge. The volume of how. Of how hard that was to watch and how hard it must have been for rescue workers and people just working that day and the people home who loved the people working that day who love who loved those rescue workers i mean it was just there there's no words so i'm not going to pretend to try and come up with something eloquent to describe to describe how tragic it truly is. And I don't know about you, but, oh, it's making me choked up thinking about it. <clears throat> I can't really, I can't even watch the documentaries or any videos. You know how everybody on 9-11, I try to stay off social media that day. Everybody's probably posting their tributes and their, and their, all their kind words and, and the pictures and I don't know about you, but I can't take it. And I didn't lose anyone. I didn't. I didn't lose anyone. I was really grateful. You know, I'm really blessed. I wasn't in the city that day. I don't think I even knew anyone in the city that day. But it is so painful to be an adult now and look back at, because I was a kid, I don't know about you guys, I'm 31. So that means I was 10. And I remember the day, very hard to forget. I remember. But I was 10. You know, things that big almost don't feel real. It feels like watching a movie. But being an adult, and then looking back at it, it's almost like it's more painful. It's being an adult and looking at And thinking about how these people felt, it's almost too much. I, it's so, I guess what I'm saying is, if you did go through it, if you did lose someone, if, yeah, I'm incredibly sorry for your loss. and to be honest with you there's so much that you could unpack about what 911 created for the country what it created for so many different people and and what it, the ripple effect and what it still goes on today because of it and it's just not what we're going to do today on this podcast and that's because I hope that my podcast is a safe space for you. I know that, you know, I can only speak for my own opinion. I prefer to listen to things that are outside of the real world. Life is really heavy and it's especially heavy after COVID and after so many... Oh my God, it feels like it's just never ending. And even in my personal life, I mean... Before COVID, you know, I had a pretty rough. So I don't like to take on extra sad things, whether it's reality or not. I don't know if that's selfish, but it's, it's a survival. It's a survival technique. I don't listen to sad movies. I mean, music. I don't watch sad movies. I don't watch sad shows. I don't like listening to sad stories. I don't like when someone... Trauma dumps on me like I don't like it just because, you know, I already carry a lot of sadness in my heart. The cup is full, so I can't really take on much more. But today is today and we have to address it. But I can't unpack it for you. You know, I was thinking this morning, I wish I could have a 9-11 survivor on and hear their story or... More than a survivor, a lot of people my age are children of people who died in 9-11 or know someone who died in 9-11, especially on Staten Island. I don't know if you guys know this fact, but Staten Island is the home of pretty... I don't know if the numbers have changed, but I think it's 80% of New York City workers, meaning like police, fire department, EMS, social workers... um, the Department of Sanitation played a huge part in 9 11. And I'm sure there's more that I'm forgetting MTA workers. There are so many families and people here that work for the city, which means there are so many families and people here that lost someone in 9 11. Like it's, there's so many. There's memorials everywhere. It's almost like you forget to notice them because it's so normal. There's memorials everywhere. There's flags everywhere. For years, people have been, people have had their flags up since the day after. I remember the day after flags went up everywhere. They were on cars, they were on houses, they were on the streets and they just kind of never took them down. It's like a big thing here. There's flags painted everywhere, but it's mainly because so Many families here lost someone in 9-11 and I was thinking I would love to have a survivor on and then I was also thinking, you know, I feel like we could pay respect and know what the day is without going into a full depression, to be quite honest with you. I know that because a lot of you send me messages about the way that you feel and what you're going through and that the podcast gets you through the day. And I relate to that when I need something to get me through the fucking day. Or if I don't want to focus on my personal problems, I like listening to fluff. I want to listen to something that is so not related to real life to just take the weight off to just take my mind off of shit for at least a fucking hour. So I'm going to continue that for you. And I hope that no one misconstrues it as I don't hold a lot of respect for what today is because I do. And we all have our personal stories and We can all remember where we were, but I just don't want to add to it today because it is so fucking heavy. It really is. And like I said, I didn't even lose anyone and it's still so heavy. So I can't fucking imagine how people feel if they did. It's just, it's incredibly painful. So sending my love and all of my respect to anyone who needs it today honestly but i'm going to move on from the topic so again i hope i hope that's not misconstrued as i don't hold hold respect because i i absolutely do but my job is to make people happy on my episodes and that's what we're going to move on and do so i hope that you're doing okay and i love you and i'm giving you a big hug Get yourself the biggest iced coffee. Drink a fucking martini later. Hug. Hug every... Oh, it makes me want to cry. (laughs) Hug everyone around you. Because... Today is the perfect day to remember that we have no idea we have no idea what tomorrow brings you just don't know you just don't know when it's your last hug you just don't know oh it's so upsetting and like i said i didn't even lose anyone What the type of pain they must feel? I can't imagine. Guys, I'm so sorry, but I also don't. Oh God! And I was just telling you, I don't. I don't want to talk about anything sad, and I don't want to make you sad. But it's almost like, how could you ignore it? And I don't want to cut this out and take away from how painful. How painful it is. So I hope that you can hear how much I do respect. I do respect today. But I'll just cry the whole podcast. (laughs) I'll just cry the whole episode. And that was my thought. I would love to have a survivor on and talk about their experience. But I... I don't know if I'm there yet. I'm still practicing my journalism skills. (laughs) I'm still trying, guys. I'm still new to this. Oh, God. So painful. So cry and get it out. Stay home today if you need to. Go home early. Hug everyone you love. Don't forget to tell them you love them. But let's move on. But let's move on. Out of respect for those we did lose, right? Let's live and let's celebrate the rest of what we have. So I'm going to move on to the rest of the hot topics. Just know that I love you dearly and I am thinking of this and it is... So fucking hard to ignore, especially where I live. If you're on Staten Island, you know what I'm talking about. It was not forgotten. (laughs) Holy shit, it was not forgotten. You can't really be anywhere here without seeing some type of 9-11 memorial. And not that it's a bother. No, 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 I'm not complaining. I'm just telling you, It's, it's here and not forgotten. And everybody who was lost that is tied to this island is their memory lives on these people love them and it's it's such a sad thing but it is nice to see that even if you pass on so many people love you and want to carry carry your memory speaking of which so i'm going to i'm going to move on from it speaking of passing on queen elizabeth has died what do they say? The London the London Bridge is, has fallen? I believe that if she was in London, the code that their, I don't know what it's called, secret security or her security or the police or whatever, send out is the London Bridge has fallen. But she was in, I have my notes. She was not in London. Where was she? She was in Balmoral. Did I say that right? Balmoral. And that's where they lived. One of their many homes. So the code was Operation Unicorn. And what that does is, I guess, prepare the area because it it causes such chaos in the moment. Tons of people will run to the castle and try to get pictures and... I, they have to move the body safely. They have to fly in family members safely. It's a huge thing, obviously, right? Queen Elizabeth was 96 years old. She died on September 8th. It was in the morning, and I believe they didn't announce it until the afternoon because they have to get things in order. Um, Did you know a lot of people... There's a lot of drama this is causing. It causes drama because the royal family has been known to be racist for years. Queen Elizabeth's son is a well-known pedophile. He was one of the, he's, he's the, okay, Queen Elizabeth, I'm telling you why this is such like a, oh my God. People are either saying, have respect for the royal family, the queen died. And then other people are saying, you can't tell us what to feel because they're a terrible family, right? So I'll tell you both sides. Queen Elizabeth has been the queen, I believe, for seven decades. So for the people of her country, much like 9-11... When she dies this is a huge thing and it's and it's more than you know it's kind of like well it's not like 911 I guess but it's like the respect that people hold I mean everyone's wearing black even the BBC ch- changes their logos to black there's more too like everybody wears black in mourning the 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 flags are half masked it is just a huge it's it's huge. And I think a lot of people choose to see the good, <clears throat> which is commendable. It's easier to see all the bad, but they choose to see the good. And I believe it's it's also like oh, it's also like not wanting change. They've had this one person as their queen. And It made them feel safe, like watching your favorite show over and over again. You know what to expect. It makes you feel good. Listening to your favorite morning show every day, you know what to expect. It makes you feel good. It makes you feel like even with chaos, there's one thing that's consistent. And they just lost that one thing for most of their lives. A lot of people that live there for most of their lives, Queen Elizabeth was their queen. And now she isn't. And overnight it changed to King Charles, her her oldest son, and the queen consort Camilla, his wife, which you know the drama with that. <laughs> so there's a lot of like people, there's a lot I don't mean to say like people, there's a lot of people who feel they're gonna feel away. They're going to feel away because I'm sure it's a strange feeling that you can't really identify. We all know what the royal family has done, what they're capable of. But on a smaller scale, regular human beings who just live their life every day, just trying to make money, just trying to get by, have had one person be their queen for their entire lives for their parents' lives. And now that's over. So I could see why they would feel a certain way about it. There's also a lot of those magical feelings that come from having a queen and whether or not it's real or fake. Do you know what I'm saying by that? Like being really into Disney movies, it's like there's a feeling of something more special there's glamour to it, the jewels, the furs, the elegance, the the facade it gives it makes you feel like, oh, there's something glamorous in the world. There's something special in the world, but it's not real. And you know, we don't bullshit around here. So I'm not about to pretend like it is real. It ain't fucking real. But people hold on to that, just like Disney movies. So <clears throat> if you're looking at it like, oh, they're a horrible family, who cares? That's prob I can only guess, but that's probably why. And I have a friend, a close friend, one of my closest, I love her dearly. She's going to be all like, oh, I got glassy here. Listening to that. <laughs> one of my closest friends is from the UK and she was explaining it to me because she too knows that the Royal Royal family has done terrible things. But when you grow up there and when you live there and that is your constant and you're kind of pushed into respecting them and loving them and it's, they, they sugarcoat it and they make it so, they make it so easy to love while doing terrible things behind the scenes. It's a strange feeling they're so... You have to be in... You have to be in Great Britain. Am I saying that right? Great Britain. You have to be in the United Kingdom to fully get... What it's like to have this royal royal family around. But it's pushed in your face. I mean, it is such... It It's... It's a huge thing there. So to have a change... You know, you have to expect people to be human beings and a lot of people, it's easier for them to get by and exist and get on with their life to be ignorant to terrible things. Okay, so just look at it like that. I mean, God, I wish I could be like that. (laughs) Oh my God. Oh my God. I wish I could be like that. Oh my God, I fucking hate knowing too much sometimes. Do you? Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, I fucking hate knowing sometimes. I hate seeing through bullshit. She calls my friend that I was just talking about from the UK. She calls me the dream killer. Yeah, well, I don't like being the fucking dream killer. <laughs> I don't want to be the dream killer. I hate seeing through bullshit. I hate knowing things. It's a harder fucking existence. Being in denial is so much better. So I could see how so many people are truly mourning this loss and choose to see the glitz and glamour of having a royal family, of admiring a royal family. But the truth is they did horrible fucking things. And who knows what the fuck comes next. Um, I did a little research because I didn't know a lot about the royal family. I knew some things from documentaries about Princess Diana and everything like that and watching the crown, but I don't I didn't know actual facts. I didn't know who takes on next. So her oldest son was Prince Charles who Charles, who is now King Charles, and he's the king, and because he married Camilla and Camilla is not an heir to the throne, she is not queen, she is the queen consort. My friend was telling me that she doubts anyone will really respect her because a lot of people still mourn the loss of Princess Diana and if you know the story who is now King Charles, Prince Charles formerly Prince Charles was married to Princess Diana and Princess Diana was the people's princess and I've seen a lot of documentaries and from what I gather she was just a wonderful human being and she genuinely cared about people and that was her downfall and that's what's so tragic she genuinely cared about the people and she was working really hard to bring attention to that so she obviously being a princess and being a beautiful princess she gained a lot of popularity and her personality made her even more famous. She was magnetic. And she really wanted to use her fame to do good. And ultimately that caused her downfall. I mean, there's so many conspiracies about it. If you know, you know. I'm not going to get into conspiracy talk. We could do that on a different episode if you want. But it led to her downfall and her downfall led to her death. And the whole time, her husband, formerly Prince Charles, was cheating on her with Camilla. And now he is married to Camilla. He has been for years. And she is the new queen consort. Oh, my God. So my friend said she doubts people will really respect her as queen. And she doubts that people will respect King Charles as the king so i wonder how things will uh, change because the monarchy does not need to be in power i was confused about that as well they have they do a really good job of not really clarifying what the fuck that they do well they just it's like <laughs> they give suggestions so publicly i guess what they do is they give suggestions they're a placeholder. They they describe it as giving comfort to the people, which is like, what? <laughs> what yeah, exactly. It sounds crazy. As Americans and as especially as New Yorkers, we're like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, it sounds crazy. So they used to they used to have power, right? So think of it like how we have a president. They used to be the president, right? Not anymore. It hasn't been like that for years. They have a prime minister who is like a president. So the royal family is just there. They're just existing. Except these people pay taxes and the tax money goes to the fucking royal family. Oh my God, it's insane. The people know that it's insane. So... It's likely that the monarchy might dissolve because the queen has now passed, the people don't respect King Charles. So these things all, are already being talked about <clears throat> and they excuse me, and they were being talked about prior to the queen's passing because the queen was so old, she was 96. So the years leading up to this there were already discussions about what is going to happen to the royal royal family. Will they still hold power? Will they still matter? Why are we still funding them? Why is this still going on? Why do they still have why they have they have control over so many Charles has become the head of Commonwealth as an association of fifty six independent countries and two point four billion people? The UK, Australia, Antigua, Barbuda. Am I saying that right? Barbuda? The Bahamas, Belize, Canada, Grenada. If I'm butchering these, I apologize. Jamaica and more. But for what? Australia has already expressed that they want to be their own republic now. And um, the BBC is guessing that more, more countries are to follow because, I mean, especially now because they have to transition all of the money, they have to transition the stamps, they have to transition because the Queen's face was on everything and now they have to change it. Like, it's going to take a little bit of time, but they have to start changing it right away. Um, well, I have more facts here. Oh, okay. So the whole thing about his wife, Camilla, she was the Duchess of Cornwall and she'll now be known as the Queen Consort. And there's a huge difference in that because the Queen means you were the heir. It is your family line to the throne, but it is not her family. She married into the family. So she will be the Queen Consort and what I noticed right away was when I was reading, researching they don't even say her name oh yeah, what I mean by that is while they're talking about everyone else who moves up in rank, like who's gonna be a prince now and how the air airlines change and airlines, I mean um, heirs to the throne change and blah 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 they say everyone's name except Camilla's. they just call her the queen consort so um they say Charles's wife. Charles's wife. Sorry, my accent came out. Charles's wife. They don't even say her fucking name. Mm-hmm. Oof. And that's a way of purposely trying to be disrespectful. That's really what the United Kingdom is known for doing. They do subtle, they also do very not subtle disses. Like what Meghan Markle de- dealt with was fucking insane that I didn't even know that like we're in the US and listen to me we have our things but public newspapers here cannot put in their title at least at this point in our lives in 2022 they cannot put in their title blatantly racist things they try with some stuff but they can't put blatantly racist things in the UK papers they put blatantly racist remarks about Meghan Markle. It, it was insane. You have to kind of find it because the U.S. doesn't report on it that much. They do now because she has her podcast and she's been talking about it a lot on her podcast. But when it was happening, it was not reported the way it was reported in the U.K. And the people knew about it. The people knew how they were talking about her. Just Crazy. But in addition to that, they do subtle little fucking disses. So about the royal family, instead of saying the queen consort Camilla, in some papers they might be doing it now, but when it first happened, they didn't even say her fucking name. And that's kind of like a fuck you. Because a lot of people, including reporters, excuse me, I'm taking so much air. (laughs) A lot of people, including reporters, loved princess diana they loved her i'm gonna take a sip of my drink i forgot to do my drink check-in hold on oh i don't have an iced coffee yet because i didn't need one yet i was already jittering like who my coffee this my hot coffee this morning was so strong that <laughs> when i went to go make an iced coffee for a um, the episode, I was like, "Ooh, let, let me just make a seltzer." So I have my seltzer in palm. Have you tried it yet? Some of you sent me pictures that you picked it up to try it, but check in, send me a little message. Have you tried it yet? Also, send me your coffee orders. I'm on my Instagram at my Big Sisters Podcast. If you don't follow it, follow it because we do updates in between episodes. I'm over here sharing my types of coffees, and no one's telling me theirs. Why are you leaving me hanging? I want pictures. I want videos. Just like I set the scene for you. Set the fucking scene. I want to see what you're drinking. Send me a fucking picture. If you can, two seconds. When you're listening to this, send me a picture on Instagram. And you don't have to send a message. No need to elaborate. Just send a picture. No explanation, which is my favorite way to receive pictures. (laughs) I do this to my friends all the time. I'll just send something and I'll say I won't be elaborating on this or I'll just send it and I won't say nothing else. Make make of it what you want. I'm not explaining. (laughs) So I want to see your coffee order. Send it to me or whatever you're drinking, whatever you're drinking, whatever you're smoking, whatever you're doing. Send me a fucking picture, bitch. Okay, back to what I was saying. This is what they do. And like I said, I cannot unpack everything terrible the royal family has done. For one example, I'll just tell you the one example because because I might have to do a Patreon episode about this. Um, Queen Elizabeth's son, Prince Andrew, was caught with an underage girl on Jeffrey Epstein's island. Oh, yes, you heard that correctly. Jeffrey Epstein's Island. And they completely covered it up. The queen exonerated him. Oh, my God. Which is terrible because he was caught. They tried to say he was photoshopped in the picture. No, the fuck he wasn't. No, he fucking wasn't. They gave this girl hell, the one who came forward. And then from there, it just kind of kept unwinding and unwinding and unwinding. And up until today's timeline of there is a list or a book or something that um is her name Giselle or Gislaine Gislane Maxwell has of everybody who went to the island or everybody she sent young girls to the list is, has not yet been out and there are tons of conspiracies about this and a lot of them go back to the royal family so you could see how in addition to racism This family has a lot under their belts. Princess Diana. Jeffrey Epstein. Like, it's just... There's... And I'm just mentioning two things. There's more. There's more. Okay? There's way more. So that's why some people are like... Respect that she passed. And some people are like... Literally, fuck off. And don't tell me what to feel. Because they just feel very much like good riddance. You let me know how you feel about it. I mean... It's all to me. I'm like disassociated from it because it's like so. It's so much. It's so much to unpack. there's just so many fucking details. Um, I love Princess Diana. I'm a huge fan. I, I mean, I never met her. She passed. When was it? 1994. But the style and the class and how lovely she was. She was also a cancer. Hello, cancers tap in. I love when Sweetie does that. Do you know Sweetie, the singer, dancer, performer? Should be like, Cancers tap in? I don't have any nails on, but I would do the clicky thing. Pretend I'm doing the clicky nail thing. Um, it's Princess Diana was a Cancer too. And you can tell because she loved her kids. She loved doing for the people. She's very sensitive and she was just very loving. She wasn't shy to hug people. She wanted to be with the people. Her security would often try to take her away from the very large groups because obviously it's dangerous and she would fight that and just go she just wanted to go and help whoever she could and i mean there's so many lovely things that we could say about princess diane i'm a huge fan rest in peace so yeah that's i mean there's more to there's more to come about what's going to change in the uk and you know, I'm curious about what are the ripple effects of this to the rest of the world because it does have a lot to do with the rest of the world. It has a lot to do with the U.S. It has a lot to do with these other countries now, and I'm curious to see what's going to change. Uh, I don't really know. I don't know much about it. I have been researching though, but that's really all you can get. Like at this point, when you look it up, there you're not going to find much because there's so much information about the queen and now and the now king. Um, and they, they change everything. So in addition to the BBC news logo being black and all the reporters wearing black and the, everybody, a a lot of people even working when they go to work that day, they're going to wear black. Service workers are going to wear black. I mean, it is a full country in mourning. They also won't show any comedy shows and you'll like, see a lot of documentaries about the queen playing which is probably also that might happen here too I haven't checked I don't watch like I don't watch TV I have I think I've told you guys I have all the fucking app all the streaming fucking apps so you don't get a lot of commercials I'm never I never just have like regular TV on but I'm guessing if you do there'll be a lot of queen documentaries and you know royal family documentaries playing and stuff like that um, what else was was I going to tell you? Oh, and another big concern is that did I say this already? King Charles announced that he doesn't intend to interfere with politics. So if he interferes interferes with politics that will that will have a ripple effect into a bunch of other countries. So let's see. Let's see what changes. Let me know what you think about it. Um, None of you have mentioned it. Usually when something in pop culture comes up, I get a bunch of messages about, talk about this, talk about this. What do you think about this? Nobody gives a fuck about this out of my following. Or if they do, they just didn't message me about it. So I would love to know what you think. Or yeah, maybe you just didn't have time. I know yesterday when it happened, I was busy. I wanted to be on and posting and and whatever, but I was busy. Today is Friday. Yesterday was Thursday. Thursday. Um. Yeah, I was busy yesterday. I usually record on Thursdays, but I didn't get a chance to. I had so many emails and shit to get up to. So I'm recording today. It's Friday, September 9th, the day after. I wanted to post about everything, but I just had too much to do. Even today, all weekend, I have so many things to do. I'm probably not going to have a free day until like Monday or Tuesday. I'm not complaining. I'm just saying it's hard to... With working with pop culture and reporting on it, there's too many things too quickly there's too many things too quickly. And when you see when you see radio shows, TV stations well oiled machines, they already have things planned for when the Queen passes. So a lot of T V stations, a lot of networks, a lot of places that report on pop culture have B reels prepared for top celebrities who might die. Oh yeah. It's, it, it's fucking insane. For top celebrities in general. So even if they're young and healthy. And in their 20s or whatever. There's a b-rail for them in case they die. Because the news station has to be the first to put it out. Like the, the goal is to be the first to report on it. Because it's a celebrity. So they the more famous you are. They definitely have them. <laughs> they definitely have them ready. So you can imagine with a queen who was 96. Tons of places had their B reels had their broadcasting fucking ready. I'm talking about in on BBC. Those reporters in their in their um what is it called in their changing rooms or I don't know whether green rooms or whatever in their changing rooms they had black outfits prepared. The, The black outfits are fucking there. They have. They have a minute to change. The second they find out, they go and change, period. Like everything is prepared for this type of thing. But I am just a tiny little podcast. (laughs) So I was not prepared. I would probably never be prepared for that because listen to me, I'm not sending out fucking B-rolls and screenshots and pictures and recordings for when people pass. It's just too creepy and I don't want to do it. We'll just do it in real time. Oh. Did I move my I moved my mic real quick. We'll just do it in real time and be messy and chaotic like I am. Oh. The next hot topic. Well, today's episode was really supposed to be about <laughs> be about dating advice, but I didn't realize it would it would align with 9/11 and the queen passing, so obviously that's going to take up a lot more time. I'll see. I'll see what we can get to. What time is it? One i I'll see what we can get to today. Um the next hot topic is Don't Worry Darling. Uh, some of you asked, you know, what do I think about it? There's so many re- people there's so many people reporting on the timeline. So if you don't know, Don't Worry Darling is a movie coming out starring Harry Style. Harry Styles? Harry Styles and Florence Pugh. People call her a flopo. She she likes that. She thinks it's cute. I don't know. It's star and Chris Pine. And the reason why it's being so talked about, especially right now, is because they went to, I think it was the Venice Film Festival to talk about the movie coming out. And the fucking memes about Chris Pine, (laughs) he was basically disassociating the entire fucking time. There is speculation that Harry spit on Chris Pine minutes before they were about to watch Don't Worry Darling as it aired at the Venice Film Festival. Like, uh, there's so much to unpack. There was so much drama about it. And I'm sure you can find somebody's timeline on the internet that will explain every detail to you. But if I explain it to you, we'll literally be sitting here for three fucking hours. There is a long timeline of fucking drama about this fucking movie. It's insane that I started to think, They did this on purpose, right? Like, I'm thinking there's no fucking way this is all genuine and it's getting this much publicity because think about it. When's the last time you heard this much publicity about a movie coming out? And I don't know about you, but now I want to fucking see it. (laughs) I want to see the movie. I want to see the movie. I want to see if I could spot the chemistry, if I could see, if I could spot the drama, so the movie is supposed to be a, oh God, what's the word they used? Thriller, psychological thriller. I want to see it. It's to, it's Olivia Wilde is the director. She's absolutely gorgeous. Did you see her on the runways? Oh my God. She's the director. I think she's also in it. Shia LaBeouf was supposed to be the, the main star. He quit. He didn't want to do it anymore. Harry Styles became the main star. Olivia Wilde started dating Harry Styles. (laughs) During this time, Olivia Wilde's ex-husband, is it? Or ex-baby father? He served her with custody papers in public. Oh, there's so much drama to this. And it's just so much to unpack. My overall opinion is that I think some of the drama is real, and I think they just don't mind the publicity because even if they look uncomfortable, even it it doesn't matter. Any, like I've told you, any publicity, good or bad, is publicity because now look, we're all talking about it. More people are likely to go see the movie. Um, I also think people are a little bit too hard on Olivia Wilde because pay attention. Did you hear this much? Did you hear this many people talk shit about fucking Alec Baldwin when he shot the director in the face and that woman died? Yeah. No, they weren't. They weren't talking about. They weren't talking about him this much and this, and in, and, and with this much negativity, Olivia Wilde is catching a lot of fucking heat about this drama and I think it's ridiculous she didn't hurt anyone she didn't yeah it's not that fucking serious the movie got done it's still coming out she's a new director she's doing her best all of this drama came out like so fucking what what like ew fucking relax I hate when people do that like she's what's the big fucking deal about it and the fact that Alec Baldwin literally fucking killed someone on his movie set and the movie did not, never even came out. It might not, I think. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's not coming out. I have to look that up. The movie was Rust and he shot her in the fucking face himself. Or she was a producer and he was the director. It was his movie. Whatever. You guys know the story. And did he catch this much heat? No, he fucking didn't. And how typical is that? And you could tell I'm passionate about it, right? (laughs) I fucking hate that. If you know me in real life, you know that I don't get down with misogyny or internal misogyny, and I fucking spot it right away. I spot it even in conversations with people. I will fucking notice if someone's taking the side of a man in a situation that the man is not correct. But the like, for instance... I was talking to my friend. I was telling her about... Oh, we were talking about the Amber Heard and Johnny Depp trial. And she said, yeah, but women do lie about it. (laughs) I'm laughing because we already unpacked this. I'm not talking shit about my friends. She knows who she is. If she listens to this episode, I don't know if she's going to listen to it. But she was like, yeah, but women do lie about that stuff, though. And I was like, okay, hold on. (laughs) Hold on. Yes lying happens in all shapes and forms from all different types of people but what we're not going to do is take the attention away from the fact of why the lying is bad because it hurts other women we're not going to go back to yeah but wi- what yeah but women lie about that stuff ah uh-uh. no 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 they do and it's okay to know that but we're not going to fucking we're not going to continue that narrative for no reason the problem is and then i explain that washing the case clearly amber heard did lie about some things but that's not really the problem johnny is not going to be affected by this oh that's what she said i'm sorry let me t- let me let me backtrack hold on hold on stay with me let me backtrack <laughs> i should, you guys are probably like you should have had the iced coffee <laughs> You sh- I should have made the fucking iced coffee. Okay, listen, backtrack. I think what she said was, yeah, but she lied and didn't it ruin his life. And that's when I was like, ah, <laughs> hold on now. She did lie. And that's not the fucking problem. I, we're not talking about how she ruined a fucking millionaire's life whose life is not fucking ruined. Do you see how many people are loving on Johnny Depp right now? No, no, no. She lied and it affected the lives of other women who want to come forward about their abusive fucking partners that will now be compared to Amber Heard and will now be even more fucking doubted in their stories that they're not lying about. That is the problem. And she was like, oh my God, you're right. And then she said, do you see how I, because she's working through internal misogyny, she's working through breaking patterns. And listen, I'm not airing on her, but you don't even know who the fuck I'm talking about. I'm saying it because the internal misogyny is happening and misogyny is happening during this Don't Worry Darling fucking bullshit. Because what's the big fucking deal? So what? So what? Oh, she fired Shia or she didn't fire Shia. Shut the fuck up. She made a fucking movie. She's a female director. Do you know how hard that probably is? I know people don't like know about different industries and... And how hard it is to be a woman in those industries. I'm aware of that. I get it. But it's fucking hard. And you could tell the major difference between how they're treating Olivia Wilde when you compare it to how they treat Alec Baldwin. Do you see Alec Baldwin getting this much fucking hate? Do you see him? He literally killed someone. And he did not get this much bad publicity about his movie. So reel it in. And nobody got hurt. Maybe some egos got hurt. Maybe some things were awkward. And maybe Flopos upset. And maybe is upset. Stop. A movie was still made. They still make money. They're all going to make money because tons of people are going to go see it. I'm going to see it. I might not go to the movie theater. I'm not a big fan of going to the movie theater. But I'm going to see it. When it's available to stream, I'm going to watch it. I want to know. <laughs> maybe I will go to the movies. I want to know. We're still going to see it and everybody's going to be fine. Everybody will be fine, nobody died. But in Alec Baldwin's movie, somebody died. And there's no fixing that. Did he get this much bad publicity? No, he didn't. <laughs> Can you tell I get super passionate about this? I'm not I wouldn't describe myself as a feminist because even feminism leaves out women like me. But I don't tolerate misogyny around me and I do not tolerate internal misogyny, in my presence at least, (laughs) please. Or, and I'm not the type that's like, I'm not not fun at parties because I'll ignore it at parties. I mean, I'm not feeding into it. I'm not. I'm not gonna check every person when I hear internal misogyny because to be honest with you, I hear it all the fucking time. There's very few people I speak to where I don't hear a little bit of it. I'm not gonna check it every single time, but I'm also not going to feed into it I'm not going to entertain it. Oh, no. You want to gossip to me and everything you're saying sounds internally misogynistic or misogynistic, whatever. I'm probably not going to fucking reply or just be like, oh, okay." (laughs) I'll keep it normal. I'm not about to, you know, ruin the fucking mood and attack everyone and try to because you can't teach people this. This is something you have to look inward to correct. I'm not about to do it with every single person that talks to me. But I don't like it. I don't fucking like it. It makes me uncomfortable. And that's all I see when I'm reading about the Don't Worry Darling drama. And I I just stopped. Like, I literally don't... I don't want to hear it. I don't care. I don't want to hear it. It's fucking dumb. Nobody got hurt. Did anyone get hurt? Like, I don't understand what the big deal is. So they had drama on set. Okay. Do you know how many movies where... the movie is huge people love it and the two main actors don't fucking like each other it happens all the time these people have huge egos please look at harry styles you can't you can't see his ego on him Ugh, it grosses me out like he couldn't even he could even play it cool and take nice pictures with the people around him during while they were on the red carpet grow the fuck up little boy oh my god it fucking pisses me off and i know that there's so many people who love harry styles he's cute i know he wears the nail polish and the bell bottoms and i know but i hate fucking men who act like little boys okay it's like be mature and it also takes the sparkle out of hollywood i love an old actor that like is a professional like chris pine a professional They're taking nice pictures. They're smiling. They know that they're really, really privileged to have such a glamorous job. They know. And Harry Styles is going there like a little fucking boy who's acting like someone made him walk the red carpet because he had a little bit of drama with his girlfriend director. Oh, oh, please. Oh my God, it pisses me off. (laughs) It pisses me off. Like, could you imagine? Wow, your life is so hard. (laughs) It's, it's It gives very woe is me, and I would like to point out that Olivia Wilde was gracious and professional and mature, and she. It was it was wonderful to see while all of these people were talking shit about her. All of these people were her own boyfriend, ex boyfriend was being a fucking dick while they were on the carpet, and she was elegant and clapping and smiling and real you could tell and I feel like you could also see the hurt in her eyes. This is her movie. This is her movie and nobody on the cast gave her any type of respect. Ugh. Grow the fuck up. That's what I have to say about it. Grow the fuck up. Grow the fuck up. G- Please, give me a fucking break. It's so fucking dumb. And I'm not talking to you guys. I'm talking about the cast members the tabloids who are reporting on it as if Olivia Wilde is some monster. Oh, and even Shia, please. Like, oh my God, I can get real petty. Uh, Did you beat the shit out of somebody? (laughs) I could get real petty. Didn't Shia used to beat up on his girlfriend? Okay. Okay. So anyway, (laughs) it makes me so mad. So Welcome to what it's like gossiping with me. (laughs) Because if there is internal misogyny or misogyny involved, that's how I get. I get really fucking irritated. And that's why also I paid attention the entire Johnny Depp and Amber Heard trial because, and even the whole time I felt so uncomfortable. It made me, ugh, when people, another thing I would like to say, when I was watching the trial and people were sending me the funny memes making fun of Amber, No, not funny. Not funny. There's something wrong with that girl. What is funny about that? You think she ruined Johnny's life? There's nothing funny about it. Like, and listen, I like dark humor too. And like I said, I am really fun at parties and I know when to tuck my opinions. I know not to bring up politics. I'm a fucking ball, okay? I don't bring up nothing weird. I don't talk about religion. I don't talk about politics. I don't talk about this Amber Heard case or whatever in public. I don't talk about certain things in public and I'm real gracious when other people do, but between you and me, okay, it's just, it's just us gossiping right now. There's nothing funny about those Amber Heard memes. I don't know why it pissed me off. I got insulted actually, because why did anyone think I would think it's funny (laughs) me? But then I'm like, well, that's probably why, because a lot of people don't know how strongly passionate I feel about people expressing misogyny or internal misogyny. It just takes critical thinking skills. Like, I know that a lot of people are desensitized because of the internet, and rightfully so. We've been through a lot the past few years, right? But there's something wrong with that girl, okay? What is so funny about what they're going through? The funny parts were when Johnny Depp was having funny banter with her fucking attorney because, I'm sorry, yes, Johnny probably went through some things, but was he really the victim here? Oh my God, please. I'm not saying that husbands don't get abused and men don't get abused. Yes, they fucking do. But this man is still a millionaire. He didn't even want to be in pirates. He said that before the all of these allegations came out. He, what did he really lose? He's still got tons of fucking money. And everybody loves him. He won. He truly won. He won even beyond the case. He won the people's hearts back. So what is so funny? Like, I don't understand. This girl is suffering. She'll never have a career. She lost everything. And whatever caused her to exaggerate, whatever caused her to exaggerate her experiences is here nor there. Clearly something's wrong you feel good about laying into her about it? That's what I don't... Once I see that in someone, mm, I don't like that. (laughs) Once I see someone very comfortable choosing to ignore parts of the story to fit a narrative that makes them feel good while they're laying into someone, I don't like it. People who get off on laying into someone like, You know what I'm talking about. The people who get off on it, like they fucking love it. They love when someone fucks up and they can be like, look, well, she did this. this, this." They love it. It makes them feel good. Like they literally get a fucking reaction in their belly, that tingly feeling to talk shit in such a way. And Amber Heard is someone that people love to do that with. Oh, my God. It's like they waited their whole life. It's like they waited their whole life. Yeah, but she said, uh, she fucking lied. Stop. There's something wrong with the whole situation. There are still parts of their marriage and those altercations that we will never know. There are still things that we will never know. There's still things that happen to her that we will never know. Nobody happy and healthy would go to those lengths. That's all you need to. Use some critical fucking thinking skills. I've been saying that all week. Use your critical thinking skills. Think a little bit deeper before you just spew fucking hate out into the world. Try try it out. Try it out. And then you'll realize, yeah, there's something wrong with her. There's literally nothing funny about the situation besides when Johnny was being funny with the attorney. Two very wealthy men having banter. Yeah, there's something funny about that. But as far as the women involved, like, what is so funny? What She has a daughter now. Like, what is funny? Evil or not, whatever your perception of her... You're not just born evil. Something happened. In her what how will she in her 35 years of life, this is where it this is where it ends up at. She has no career. She has a girlfriend, a baby, no career, she's probably got a ton of debt. And everyone hating her everywhere. She might literally have anxiety about people trying to kill her. Like there's nothing funny about the situation. I didn't really take a side on it. Did I think Johnny looked great during the trial? Yeah. But am I willing to tear down Amber? Like, that's what I don't understand. Like, as a woman, if you have a vagina, you feel good tearing other women down? Like, I don't, that part I don't get. I'm never comfortable with it. I don't like it. I don't like it about the Amber Heard case. I don't like it about Olivia Wilde. Listen to me. Even people I don't like in real life, I don't tear down, I don't tear them down. I don't do that. I don't like to do that. It makes me uncomfortable to hear it. I don't make fun of people. That's another thing. I don't like to make fun. I don't. I don't. I don't like it. Um, I, I think there's gossiping. I think there's being petty. And I think there's levels that you don't actually have to talk about or say out loud. But flat out talking about someone's body and their size, what they're wearing, what they look like. What they've been through, I I, I I, don't like doing all that. I don't like it. I don't like it around me. I pretty much shut down, actually. <laughs> I don't know if that's dramatic, but I like internally shut down when I hear other women talk, talking poorly about others. I shut down when I hear someone make fun of somebody else. I don't like it. Sorry, I'm taking so much air. Hold on. I don't know if that makes me like not cool, but I don't like it. And I've said it a million times on my socials before. My personal social account is at Tina Kozik. If you're not following, you, you should. <laughs> I don't slut shame. I don't body shame. I don't work shame, job shame. I don't like none of it. I don't fucking like it. Sorry, I just don't. I don't know why. Maybe because I was bullied for so long. So I'm probably having some type of trauma response to it. I, I, Here nor there. I don't care why. I just don't fucking like it. And when it happens around me or when I'm included, that's the other thing too. People include me in it. Oh, why? I don't know if it's because it's so normal that they think I'm going to respond the, the way they respond. But anyone in real life that knows me will tell you, I don't make fun of people. I don't tear anyone down. I don't slut shame. I don't body shame, I don't work shame, I don't pick on, I don't pick on the way that they look. I don't do that, and I shut down when it happens around me because of how much I don't like it. And like I said, it's probably because I've been bullied, but it also insults me when someone thinks that I'm going to like when I would get the Amber Heard memes, like making fun of her. I was like, what is so funny? Like, why did you think I would think that's funny when I've repeatedly said, when I've repeatedly expressed that I don't shame women and I don't shame these situations, okay? And we can get into, I've been meaning to do Mean Girls Fantasy, Mean Girl Fantasies Part 2, talking about... um how internal misogyny comes to be and things like that. Not in like a preachery, luxury way, but just why I don't shame and why I just have a deep understanding and why I have a lot of patience for women. Like even women that, I wouldn't even say I don't like them, but just even women that maybe don't like me or we're not friends anymore or whatever it may be. I have nothing bad to say. Nothing and I choose not to and you know women have it harder than most people and I'll leave it at that women have it harder than most people so I'm not ever going to try to add to that I'm not there's holding people accountable and then there's flat out bullying Olivia Wilde didn't do anything wrong (laughs) she didn't do anything wrong people are flat out bullying her now Alec Baldwin he killed somebody he needs to be held accountable. There's a fucking difference. So I hope that, you know, I hope that wasn't fucking annoying to listen to, but that's how I see it. Um. Oh, is it? Should this just be a long episode? Oh, I have an update. There's no update. I don't think Roger or if you l- listen to the last podcast episode, um, episode nine, Roger or Ken, I don't think they heard it. Nobody told me anything. (laughs) Nobody said none to me. I was, I'm not going to lie. I was a little, I wasn't nervous. Um, I don't think, I don't think they would have the audacity to like lash out at me. I don't think they do. And I don't mean that as, I don't mean that in an arrogant way. I just mean like, I, they're not that, that they're not that type of those types of guys. They're not very confrontational. Like, they're not the type to be like, you fucking bitch. (laughs) Why were you talking about me on your stupid fucking podcast, bitch? They're not like that. They're they're not about to do that. Um, But I was concerned that what I said might hurt Roger in this situation, hurt his feelings. And like I said, I don't like to do that. I don't like to make fun of people. I don't like to... I don't like it. I just really don't like it. And I don't want to do it to anyone. But uh, when I was talking about the episode, when I was talking in the episode, it was my perspective as a 20 year old. And let me tell you something. I've come a long way because I used to be this way. I used to shame. I used to talk shit. I used to be internally misogynistic. I used to make fun of people. I was negative. I was probably so, I don't even know why anybody liked me. I really don't. I have no idea. I was probably so hard to like, I was probably so hard to love, and I was so negative, and I was such a fucking bitch, and I did used to be that way, so I was just expressing how I felt then, I don't think I would ever talk about someone like that now, and I purposely worked on that, so that's why it bothered me a little bit, because I worked really hard to work out any internal misogyny I felt before. I worked on myself. I did a lot of inner shadow work to heal those parts of me because, and still I'll fuck up and still I'll have moments of like, ew, wait a second, hold on. I'm not being myself. I also notice when I'm around people who are a little bit like that, like they make fun of others. They talk too much shit. Like there's gossiping and then there's talking shit. If I'm around it too much, like people who are still slut shaming, fat shaming, whatever, I'll like feel icky or I'll catch myself. Regressing, And then I'm like, hold on. That's not me. Wait, wait, wait. This is not me. This is not me. And then I'll reground. Um, Yeah, so that's my update. Nobody... Let me check my message one more time. I was like, oh my God, are they gonna... Because I'll tell you what. Roger follows me. Oh, yeah. I don't know if I mentioned that in the last episode. But he follows me. So I was like, fuck. <laughs> I was like, fuck. He might really... This is like so close to his fingers clicking on a link. <laughs> I was like, holy shit. It's, it's, it's a possibility. That's the only reason why I was like, it's a possibility. I don't think that these people check in on me. I don't think they give a fuck. I don't think I'm important to them in any way, shape or form. But one of them follows my Instagram. So I was like thinking to myself, holy shit, it's very close That button, that link to the podcast is right fucking there. So I was like, it's possible it could cross his path. However, I don't think he did. And I don't think he even views my story. I don't think he doesn't like any pictures. I checked. I went and looked at my recent uploads to see if he's in the likes. He ain't in the likes. He's not in my, I checked my DMs. He's not in my DMs. I searched his name. He's not in my DMs. So he might just be following as like, I don't, who knows, but he's not active. He's not active on the socials. He's not like, try- this is so long ago. So that's the only reason why I was like, oh shit. Like it's close. It's really close. He could, but he didn't. And if he did, he didn't say shit to me about it. So there's the update. Um. Yeah, I guess I'll leave this here. I told you guys in the last episode that I was going to try to, record twice and put up two episodes. That's why I don't promise it because the week had gotten away from me. I've just had a lot of shit go on in my personal life. But I want to try to upload a second one this week because I keep forgetting to get to dating advice. And I want to really focus on it. So I might record again and just do two episodes this week because I would love to get into it. One of the questions was, what do you think about men cheating on bachelor parties one of them had to do with body positivity and there's really good questions that i want to get to so i might have to postpone it again just because this episode is so long but i didn't expect the queen to die (laughs) shit um but i'm gonna force myself to do two this week and then yeah we'll get into dating advice in the next episode so send me your questions on instagram like i said If you aren't following me on the podcast Instagram, go ahead and follow it because that's how we keep updates in between. I'm definitely doing the Patreon. What I'm going to do is prepare exclusive content for the Patreon prior to posting the link. That way, if you are interested in signing up for the exclusive episodes, some content is already there and then we'll get into the exclusive episodes. Because like I said, some things I don't think I could say publicly and I really don't want to deal with the legalities of saying it public- publicly. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So that's all for today, guys. Um, God, I feel like this episode's not going to be good, but let me know what you think. I'll make it up to you. I'm going to record another one. Thank you so much for listening. Stay well. And I love you.